Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Yak Gadget, made in America, based outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Yak Gadget offers all kinds of storage accessories, quick mount motor mounts, anchor systems, track mounted accessories, even paddles. Go to yakgadget.com and get your kayak decked out for your next trip out on the water. The 153 Bait Company, based in Troy, Ohio, make everything from plastics to custom painted hard baits. Hook them hard and hook them off. All of our baits are made to order and all of our hard baits are hand painted to order. So go to the153anglers.com to place your order today. This segment is brought to you by Jigmasters. Step up your game with high-quality performance jigs, spinner baits, buzz baits, and more from Jigmasters.com. And always, when in doubt, get the jig out. You're listening to Bass Fishing for News on the Paddle and Fin Podcast with your hosts, Ryan Milford and Sean Lambert. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bass Fishing for News. I am your host, Sean Lavery, and uh, my co-host, Ryan, is still uh, busy working this week, so uh, he's unable to join us, so I'm going to be flying solo again this week, but um, thanks for uh, sticking with me, and um, tonight I'd like to welcome our special guest, Alex Folguera. Is that how you say that? Close enough? Alice, yeah, it's fine. I mean, when people, hey, no, what is tell it? me, tell me. I want to know because I want to do it's it right. Alex, like Ali X, Ali X, Alex, or Ali X, or whatever. <laughs> but um, people have a lot of trouble saying my name, so I just say, "Hey, call me Alex." So that's fine. So cool. Not a big deal. Well, oh, some oh. of you who listened to us for uh, to paddle and fin for a long time might remember um, Alex being on the show before. Um, he was. Uh, on the OG show with Brian uh, um, and you might've seen him on YouTube before as well. But um, for those of uh, our listeners who aren't familiar with you, um, can you tell the folks a little bit about who you are, where you're from and uh, maybe how you got into fishing and kayaks? All right. So my name is Alex. I live in Miami. I'm Cuban. So I wasn't born here. I was born in Cuba. I came here like, God, 21 years ago. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting old. Look, no, no hair. Hey, I'm right there with you, man. <laughs> there you go. The no hair club, bro. Yeah, that, that, that's what it is. That, that is beautiful. We're going to live longer. That, that's what it means, right? That's right. So, that's right. Yeah. Uh, ever since I was little, I was fishing. I mean, over there, we didn't have anything. Just like a piece of fishing line and, and a homemade hook, but it's still. And then uh, we came here, and my first experiences of fishing was on my stead that boat and every time we went out it broke <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know if that created like a horrible day in my mind i don't know what happened <laughs> but i didn't fish until like 13 years later when i when i brought my dad from cuba and um there were a lot of people in the house and i needed something to get out like i needed to get out and i remember you know fishing is it's nice it's relaxing just just go do that so i started fishing again and then I remember that I bought a, a cheap, I think it was $25 rod and reel, and I was casting, and I wanted to hit this point, and I couldn't get there. I couldn't get there. I upgraded my gear, got bigger rods, better rods, and still couldn't get it there. I go, dude, you always wanted a kayak, right? Just get one. So I couldn't afford the fancy ones, right? I couldn't afford the, at the time, the, the wilderness system, ride 135, I think, was the go-to. Like that okay. was the, the kayak that you, you needed to get. 
and I just couldn't pay $1,300 for it. But I bought a lifetime sport fisher tandem kayak with the idea that I was going to take my family with me fishing all the time. We only went together like two times. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started doing that, and I always wanted to make YouTube. Like, YouTube has always been in my mind. I was wanting, even from 2009, like, can you imagine if I did YouTube in 2009? I would, I would have <laughs> like 2 million subscribers right now. <laughs> anyways, I never did, right? I never did. I never took the action to it. But um, in 2016, I started putting videos online and I started fishing, doing just fishing videos. Nobody saw them. I was doing tech videos. Nobody saw them. One day, I flipped a kayak on my little pool and just started getting a lot of views. Like, again, it wasn't a lot of views, but for me, it was like millions of views, like hundreds of views. <laughs> Back then, it's like me getting hundreds of thousands of views right now. Like I'm saying, like in 2016, when I got 100 views on that video, I thought that would be today me getting 100,000 views in a day. That was that big. Uh, right. And then I started making more videos about kayaks and stuff like that. And it, it grew from there. And now we're here. <laughs> so uh, what I do now is what I try to do, and COVID messed up everything, of course, including my, my videos. I will get one or two kayaks a month, and I will like, put them through their paces. I will take it on the water, cold water, do a on the water demo. I will flip it. Then I will take it in rougher water, maybe put it through a surf, put a motor on it. Like I will do five to ten videos about the same kayak. But then, I mean, last year, it's really incredibly hard to get a kayak. So I didn't get that many. So... For a long time, I was just like fishing, doing fishing videos and doing walkthrough videos or whatever I could get my hands on. Uh, and that's mainly what I'm doing right now. Um, I, I also, from day one, I've done big boats, little boats, fishing from the bank, fishing from for bass, for everything. I don't have everything. So, but the thing is that people see one video, like I flip a kayak and I think that's all I do. If I make a different video, they go, what are you doing? <laughs> what what do you want doing a big boat? Dude, I mean look through the channel and there was a video that like three years ago that I did or two months ago. You know, so it's 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 been quite a ride. And right now, um I don't even know because I mean you hear the rumors online already that kayaks are gonna get more expensive and are, the supply is still not there. So I don't know when I'm gonna get like to uh, new kayaks like I did in 2019, 2018 to make all the videos. So what I'm doing is just working with what I have and also I'm working with little boats and I'm going to do the big boats. But yeah, that's, that. I, did I, did I answer your question? I don't know. I just yeah, I, over the place. I, I, mean, think I, have, I think I have 80, 80 whatever. I have, I have problems. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the first step is meaning you have a problem, right? <laughs> No, it's seriously, not, though. Not cold, guys, it's not a beer. It's just <laughs> maybe there's something in there. Hey, yeah, you know, if it is, so be it. Um, the, but I was curious, like, how many of the kayaks do you actually buy, or or do you just how do you get them to try? Is it well, the, the companies mean, actually send them to you, or from 2016 till like 2019, end of 2000? Well, let me see. Let me go back. Ah, uh, 2018. Yeah, to the end of 2018. That's two years that I bought every single kayak. I paid wow. three thousand dollars for a um, Titan, Native Watercraft Titan, that I sold for two thousand dollars. I paid three thousand dollars for a Dorado that I sold for two thousand dollars. You see, you see the pattern there. I paid three thousand dollars for my Hobie Outback. I sold it for two thousand dollars. That alone is three thousand dollars in loss, right? Right. Because those videos, I was uh, one day I, I sat down and I calculated how much the Hobie Outback paid me back in the video. It was nine hundred dollars. Okay, <laughs> so I lost money yeah, there. Still not breaking even, right? Exactly, and that is not counting the cameras, the time, the money that it takes to do all these things. So, but as you grow and people start liking your videos, um, and by people I mean the right people. Um, you start making relationships and they, they want you to review their products. They want your honest feedback. You know, they, they, they want to hear from somebody who is not on their, their like guidance or someone that is there on their prop staff, right? They want to hear somebody else's opinion. And yeah. started sending me kayak old town. I thought it was special 
you know, old town sent me a kayak. I, I couldn't believe the email. I reread it like a hundred times. <laughs> I still couldn't couldn't understand the email. I sent it to my friend and he goes, dude, you're getting a free kayak. I go, what? I, what? That's what he said? That you're getting a free kayak? I didn't understand it. The first time I got that email was like, this is unbelievable. This is, I think this is December, 2018. Okay. And then early January, I got the first kayak. But it, I thought that it was, that was the first ever quote unquote free kayak that I got, but I couldn't believe it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was then. And now like, I guess people saw the value, other companies saw the value in like sending a kayak to a small YouTuber that have a energized audience and it's like free advertising for them. And the YouTuber is gonna put the kayak through, it's, it's gonna work for them basically. So, it, I guess I started making more relationships, ICAS, places like that, and comp more companies started sending more kayaks to me. But like right now, it's incredible, incredibly difficult to get a kayak. Right. Uh, I've been promised four or five kayaks, and I don't even know if I'm going to see them. I did get one recently, that's your okay. water, yep. one year later. But I'm happy <laughs> that it happened the way that it happened because Josh came down, and we did an amazing video right in my backyard. I sort of let him tell his story about how the kayak came to be. And it's 40 minutes, but it's a really nice video. And you, you get to see uh, why the kayak is the way it is and why it was designed that way. So, so pretty cool. So um, I guess it's worth waiting a year to get it. Finally did. But like, I mean, seriously, if I sent an email or talk to somebody in any company right now, say, hey, uh, can you send one of those kayak over? I'll make 10 videos, blah, blah. They're like, yeah, we're like five months behind. Right. Yeah. So. Right. So that, it's not necessarily that they don't want to. It's just that they don't have. It's just that the customer is first. I mean, right. if you put an order three months ago, right, uh, and still pay money, who am I to get a kayak? You know what I'm going to do for that company? Give them more trouble because more people want to order more, <laughs> and then they won't be able to satisfy. So, so it totally makes no sense for them to sell that kayak unless they're not selling them, but everybody's selling off the kayaks. Right. I know. Right. But let me touch on that. Like, it's not a free kayak. I asked my wife the other day, hey, are this kayak free? And she looked at me like, what? You spent <laughs> so many hours working on that. No, it's not free. Right. No, it's not. Like, the work that I had, I mean, I've been trying to do a Bisbee video for the last um, f two weeks. I haven't been able to. Bad weather. Something breaks. Oh, I got there too late. Low tide battery discharge, uh, remote control that I forgot. Oh, it's so, I still haven't been able to make the video. And that's just a little motor that I'm putting on an inflatable paddleboard. Right. It's taking like two weeks to do. Well, and then, then you take the time that it takes to edit the video and, you know, get it exactly, you know, you know, at least somewhat, you know, good quality so you can put it on YouTube. And there's a lot of time invested. Yeah, for sure. Right. It, it's definitely... Um, and whatever your right. gear, I think I already spent, I don't know how much money, but I, I think I own like it over the years. I own over 10 GoPros or more. No, I own three now. I'll probably, I don't know. I bought a lot of them. I just upgraded my camera gear, which I still don't know how to use properly. That was like $12,000. Okay. Wow. I went crazy. I think I lost $12,000. <laughs> <laughs> and the people ask, hey, what do you do with the kayaks, right? What do you do after you finish your reviews or whatever? Well, I sell them so I could buy the freaking GoPros so I could make the videos, right? <laughs> I, if, yeah, I was going to say, if you didn't, your wife probably wouldn't let you back in the house. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, YouTube pays you a little bit of money. You can make some money through affiliates, and but it's still not enough. You still have, I mean, who's going to do all this work? for free nobody right. nobody nobody it's it's work and you need money to to make it happen uh last sunday last sunday last saturday we went out fishing in the everglades i lost a gopro battery that's ten dollars i lost a walkie-talkie my friend's walkie-talkie i lost it i had to replace that that's fifty dollars uh, that's total $60 that I lost, not counting the, all the bait that I used, all the stuff. Now, I had to spend $60 to replace all that, right? And that video is probably going to make us a, a penny. 
Hmm. And that's just one video, right? right? Now you get videos that you just sit down like this and <clears throat> it goes crazy and it pays for the rest, but you don't know that. Right. Yeah, yeah that, we were talking a little bit beforehand about, you know, uh, just, I've talked to enough YouTubers before. I don't have a, a lot of uh, experience myself with YouTube, but I've heard it enough times that um, videos you think are going to be amazing and just crush it end up kind of being the duds and something you think, uh, you know, this is never going to, you know, do anything, end up being amazing and getting the most hits and the most views. Uh, it's really kind of unpredictable, right? It's super unpredictable. And the sad part is this. You have a video. It blows up. I don't know. 800,000 views. You make the same video. What a video. Um, way better editing. Better imaging. Everything is better. Nobody sees it. <laughs> and the old video, the original video, that horrible win, horrible editing. Everything is horrible. Still getting views. You just I can't find the secret sauce, right? It's, there is no secret sauce. The secret <laughs> sauce is whatever the robot wants to push, put in front of people. Now, of course, if you're a beautiful person, like, and you have that charisma and whatever comes out of your mouth, you make people laugh, of course you get millions of views. Like, come on. You know, but how many people like that are out there? Not many. I'm not one of those. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I would I would disagree with you a little bit there. I think you have some charisma. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, it, yeah, sometimes I have my moments. <laughs> I think if, if you're kayak shopping and, you know, I don't know how many times before I bought my Outback that I watched about a million videos on YouTube. Um, and some of the best YouTubes I thought of yours were the ones where you actually do a side-by-side -side comparison between one kayak and another. And it, I, I think if uh, you're someone who's shopping for that particular kayak, that those kind of videos are, are kind of worth their weight in gold because um, you know before you even get to put your hands on the kayak, you can kind of see uh, and hear uh, you know what's what is good, what is bad. You know, obviously it's opinion, and yeah. um, you know, but uh, and what what is bad for one person might not be bad for another person, but you can get a general idea and you could think, Hey, you know, I do kind of like that or, you know, eh, okay, that that's a good point. That might not work the way I thought it was going to for me. And, um, you've done so many different comparisons like that. I think even like the speed tests on the water, uh, you know, all those different things, I think, um, for somebody looking to, to purchase a kayak, uh, I think those kind of videos are invaluable, like I said, so. Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal, develop high quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com yeah, all those videos, they have a point. Like, the speed test. I, I get comments, oh, that's so stupid. What are you racing cars? Okay, right, bro, you're three miles out. Start raining like crazy. You got to know if this car is going like, to take you home safely, you know? So you got to have an idea. Because, you know, if you're fishing, you just relax, you're going two, three miles an hour. But if you have to take that thing up, like, I saw one video one time from uh, Blanchard. I keep forgetting his name. Uh, was on, uh, on the Titan 13. And it was cavitating, and, and it, there was a lot of um, waves and stuff coming up. Like somebody had to basically pull him over on a hobby uh, uh, PA. They, they had to tow him. That's why I do the speed videos and stuff like that, and also through rough conditions. We put the Titan through the surf. That was incredible. <laughs> but like I do those things so you know, right? Um, flipping the kayaks. You may be an expert. I might be an expert, but there's millions of people getting on kayaks every day that don't know anything about kayaks. They flip, they freak out. Yet, if they sell one of my videos, they will see me just having fun and relaxing. That's all they need. Just, you know, they relax. Okay, let me flip, just flip it over. Let me get on it. That's it. Save the day. I got two different comments over the years of people telling me that I saved their life because they sell one of my videos. Uh, we've we've talked a lot about um, that's one of the first things you should do once you get a, vid uh, a video, a kayak is actually flip it and make sure you can um, get back in, 
yeah, recover. Right. Uh, the, the classes I've taken, they, they teach you that. And, um, it's, it's not with any kayak. Uh, it's not a question of if you're going to flip it most of the time, it's going to be, when are you going to flip it? And you want to be ready for that. Um, now I live up in PA, our water temperatures are 40 degrees right now. So you better believe that I've practiced, um, flipping my kayak and getting back in it because I want to know in an emergency if I can do it. I mean, heck, we're, uh, who was the, uh, oh, uh, Dusty Yacker, I think, was just the the one YouTube guy or the uh, kayak pro who just flipped in a tournament. And, you know, he was uh, an expert. So if it can happen to those guys, for sure it can happen to you. And You just need that perfect wave from the perfect angle. Right. And I think, you're going on there. Yeah. Right. And so you better be ready. Uh, um, I remember the very first time I, I, I did it on a kayak that I was going to, uh, I, I went out purposely, unloaded, you know, kayak empty. And I said, you know, I'm going to paddle up the river. When I come back down, get near my truck, I'm going to flip and get back in just so I can practice it. Well, I ended up flipping a little bit earlier and I did have an instant of panic, you know, when I first did it. Um, and I scrambled, I ended up climbing back up on top and flipping over the other side and rolled my kayak the other way because I was just so panicked. And then as soon as I hit the water the second time, I was like, okay, you're wearing this your PFD. You were like, calm this. down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, first I looked around to see if anybody saw it, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, I, I calmed down. I, you know, righted it and hopped right back in and I was fine. So again, it was a lot warmer than it was right now, but, uh, um, definitely it's something you want to practice for sure. And, you know, heck you, you walk all over on them. Sometimes I think your balance is way better than mine. I don't know that I could do that's, that, stand on the very tippy front of them, but <laughs> that has become a, it's becoming a problem because I could stand on them so easy that I, it may feel super stable to me, but in reality it's not. So maybe it's a good thing that I haven't flipped one in a while. So I, so I'm sort of like rusty. I, I just got a new paddleboard and I tried to stand up on it and it felt very tippy, but I think it was because I didn't inflate it properly because the second time that I did take it out, it was fine. Okay. But uh, but it still is like, it's like second nature. Uh, on the Shear Water 125 on the perch, I stood up moving water and it felt like, like I was standing on solid ground. I think a new person would do that and they would be like nervous and moving around and that's when you flip. So maybe just I'm too... I get, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I, I'm going to flip it soon, hopefully, as soon as we get good weather. That goes one of the gases, told you. <laughs> see, it really is Diet Coke. I told you. Yeah, it's Diet Coke. It's, you know, the bubbly thing. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, um, what do you think is the most stable kayak that you've, you've videoed? <clears throat> All right. So, um, the Slayer Max... I flip that thing, um, I go, oh my God, this thing is so freaking stable, it's the best thing ever. And then I went home and started editing and I realized that there was water inside. Okay. So that made it ultra stable because it was full of water. So <laughs> not full, but it had water. Then right, right. I adjusted my my things, you know, my, my let's say I give it a 10 at the time, I lower it down to like a nine. Now on top of that, you, I think the Dora, not Dora, the, um, Big Fish 10A, which is a tank. I love that kayak because it's huge. It's like, I'm here. Look at me. Look at me. I'm huge and I'm good looking, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so that thing is super, really difficult to to flip. I even had it like on, on the surf, big wave hitting me. I was sideways and they couldn't flip me. I did flip one because I, uh, I wasn't paying attention. And I mean, I was on high and it just turned me over. But like... Like after that, I just put myself like this on the wave while hitting the boat. Any other kayak, it would have flipped. I was there like nothing was going on. Hmm. So I, I would say that's number one. Uh, number two, the one of the autopilots 136, 137, those are super difficult to flip. I haven't tried to flip one because they have electronics inside and I want to destroy them. Right. Um, I may do it in freshwater one day. I'm not sure. I think it's. I think it's already too old to do that flipping video. I don't think it's going to get views. I may just do it for knowledge. Uh, and that's but, not even that wide of a boat, is it? Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Oh, it is? Oh, okay. Wide okay. Oh, yeah. So that's pretty wide. And it weighs like 100, 
thousand pounds. So, <laughs> you know, that extra weight and being so white and having those channels, there, there's no way you're going to flip that book. Unless you're 400 pounds and you're done on, you know, whatever. Everything is relative. Uh, but it's, it's very difficult to flip. Like, I had that thing in open ocean. And humongous swells and nothing. I had in 25 miles an hour winds and crazy moving waters and the wave hitting me and nothing. So it's very, very ultra stable. Like I, my wife, she was on that boat in the Keys at 25 miles an hour winds and standing up with a wave moving. I go, I had to say, sit down, sit down. She felt safe and she's very concerned about things and she felt mm -hmm. safe on that boat. So uh, that thing is super stable. Now, the, the new one that I have here, the Vibe, Sheer Water 125, so far it feels very stable, but I have to flip it. I have to flip it, I will flip it, and then I'll report back. Now, the, the Titan 13.5, that thing is super stable. One thing with the Hobies, 360, the, the Hobie PA is 12 and 14. They may they, you may think that those boats are stable, but look at the hole. They're not as stable as one of those holes that have the big channels, uh, the boats that have the big channels, like the Titan or, or the Old Town Autopilots, they're not as stable. I mean, there's like, if you go to YouTube right now, search PA Flip. I bet you you're going to find a bunch of videos of PA 14 and 12 that they have flipped on. So they're not that uh, ultra stable. Um, yeah, so I guess right. number one, the Big Fish 108. And then after that, the Old Towns Autopilots. They may be number one, but I haven't personally flipped them. So I wouldn't know. I mean, at what point it doesn't matter, right? Like you're out back. <laughs> if you're under 250 pounds, the thing is ultra stable. You can right. stand up. You're not gonna flip on that unless you, I mean, a wave, a wave hit you or a big fish takes you under, I don't know. But like mm -hmm. at what point it, it doesn't, like it, whatever, it's the same. Right, uh, I, I haven't really come close to flipping it, uh, you know, even in pretty choppy water. Um, so I, people ask me all the time, is it stable? I'm like, for me, yes, it is stable. I, I weigh 165 pounds and, you know, oh, I'm yeah. not that yeah. big of a guy. You so. people on a, I don't know, a 28-inch white kayak. <laughs> well, I had, my first kayak was a, a Wilderness Systems Tarpon 100. And yeah. I did, that's the one I flipped. Um, I, I went there from, my right. next one was a Jackson Cusa HD. I really couldn't flip it. I, yeah, you I, could. I, you went from like, very tippy boat to solid line. <laughs> yep. And then when I got in the Outback, it was the same kind of thing. I mean, I, I always tell people I'd have to be acting pretty stupid to flip that. Uh, now, that's not to say, you know, the right combination of waves and wind wouldn't, yeah, you, won't get you. You're casting, something. you're turning a little to the left, and then the wave over here just, you're, you're going on it. Right, right. So, you know, I, I've prepared for that. I have, you know, certain things rigged on my kayak so that if I do flip, I don't lose everything, you know. So I'm, I'm prepared, but eventually it will happen and um you know i'll i'll go from there but but we haven't talked about today's topic which is get newbies getting into kayak fishing right if you are a noob what should you be looking for when you're looking for a kayak i know the very first rule i should say is go test paddle it do not just look at the pictures experience it for yourself because the picture is not going to let you know how how it works for you or, or, or even a video. I mean, and there's so many options. I, look, I think it start with number one budget. You gotta know how much you're gonna spend. Okay, if you're gonna spend a thousand dollars, forget the pedal drive kayaks. You, unless they're used, forget them. So you have to look at a paddle kayak. Maybe you wanna look at something that maybe you could later upgrade to a pedal drive kayak, like a new canoe fling. They hate me, by the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of new canoe guys on our, our podcast, so you know. Yeah. Yeah, like the Flint, you could put a drive on that later. It's only $1,000, right? Um, even the um, Cheer Water 125 is $1,400, but you could put the drive later. More money than $1,000. So the first thing is that is that your budget. Um, if you have less than $1,000 paddle only, if you have more than, let's say, $2,000 on uh, or below, you could start looking at the pedal drive. And if you have more than, let's say, $3,000 and under, uh, you're looking at a premium pedal drive kayak. If you have more than that, then you're looking at the Hobie 360s and the autopilots from Old Town. So uh, that's pretty much where you are. The only thing I, I would say is, um, look, 
right now, pretty much every kayak manufacturer have a kayak that is going to work for you. So you got to look at what talks to you, what sort of design talks to you. Like, like if you want to have something that says, oh my God, look at this, I'm here. I'm unique design, uh, the feel free family, they have crazy design. They're bulky, they're heavier, they get people's attention. Uh, if you want to be like just another member of the pack, of the hobby pack, <laughs> if you want to say, oh, look at this, uh, 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 how do I put this? Like if you want to be with a style, right? That's like if you want to go with a brand that everybody knows, then get a hobby can, right? Um, Old Town, it's it's different in the sense that they have really quality, high quality products at lower price than, than let's say, Hobby. But they are also a big brand. And they have the instant reverse with the PDL driver and all the stuff. And Native Watercraft is sort of the same thing, but like, I don't know, Native feel like they're not the cool guys. They're like the <laughs> guys on the back of the room. I don't know. <laughs> hey, we're back here. Yeah, oh, we do good things too, but nobody <laughs> nobody cares about us. Well, start sending YouTubers kayaks. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not saying send me one. I'm saying like do what Old Town did, and then you know. Right. <laughs> but right now they cannot make enough, right? They're selling off. Right. So, so okay. So the second thing is like, look, what what sort of vibe or what looks do you like, right? And the third thing is uh, look at yourself. I mean, if you're 300 pounds, don't get on a tiny Hobie Outback. I mean, you could, but don't. Please don't. Go look at the PA 14 or 12 or the autopilots or even the Big Fish 108 or the Shearwater 125. That one works too if you're 300. No, actually, no. You know what? The Shearwater, that's 450 pounds max. Uh, even though it's probably more stable than the Outback, I don't, I don't, yeah. Go for something bigger. Go for something big. Now, if you're under 200 pounds, like yourself, hey, you could get whatever you want. <laughs> right. My options are not quite as limited as some of the bigger gentlemen but and ladies. But, uh, um, yeah, that, that is make, does make it nice. So. Yeah. And, and the other thing is look at where you're going to store that boat. Um, maybe you only have 12 feet of space. A 12-foot kayak will not work for you. You could just get a 10-footer. That will work for you. And the other thing is, like, um see how you want to move that boat like do you just want a pedal only kayak i mean paddle only kayak or and you want to add a motor to it because that's going to save you money like if that's what you want a tiny kayak with a motor so you could go hands-free why spend extra thousand dollars on a pdl system right right uh, look at the waters that you fish if you're always on shallow water and it doesn't take you long to get to that spot why waste money on motors or or pedal, pedal drive kinds. Right. No, and if you... if it... Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. I was going to say, if you're a, 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 an angler and you're looking to get into tournaments, make sure you look at the, the uh, rules for the tournaments around you because a lot of places um, don't allow motors. So, you know, don't go waste your money yes, on a motor. But, but I think everybody should get a motorized kayak on purpose so this tournaments are stop being stupid. Like, I don't care who the hell you are. If you run a tournament and you say no to motors, you're being stupid. There you go. Put that out there. I don't care. <laughs> hey, hey. It's just ridiculous. Know. Like, come on. You have somebody with a Hobie uh, 360, right? That is, what, a $5,000 kayak that has all the advantages in the world. And you're not going to allow the poor guy that could only have a $500 kayak and a $300 trolling motor? Because what is the advantage there? You get somebody with a LifeScope garment. $5,000 unit on a, on a pedal drive kayak, and that's gonna be an, not an advantage over the guy with a little motor? Like, shut up. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious, just stupid. It's just it, stupid. It, it, it can be frustrating for sure. No, it is frustrating because, I mean, oh, and, and they talk about, oh, because it's human power. Human power, what? There's a lot of people out there that have back problems and they need right. a motor. 
There's yeah. a lot of people there that just want to fish. Look, the motor is not going to win the tournament for them, but it may level things up. Right, right. I mean, no, think I... about it. You, those Hobby 360 with all those 10,000 rods, you know, you get hands-free fishing all the time. No, dude, no. It's just ridiculous. Luckily, luckily for me, like the, the places around me, they do allow for uh, if you are in some way disabled or have a disability, you know, like you have a bad back and or you're, you know, for whatever reason, they I'm do allow I motors. For I, I don't I don't want to have a pad on my hands. I want to fish. When, right. I want to have my hands free for fishing, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, it's just look, it's 2021. Stop it. Um, plus, you you tournament manager, you like the sponsor money. The motor company have more money than any lure company. Come on, stop right. being stupid. Yeah, whatever. How many people offended? Maybe five. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> hey, it's all right. You're everybody's entitled to their opinion, and, and I think again, um, that is one reason why you know that is what adds to your persona. That I I don't think you're shy about sharing your opinion. I want. I did want to ask you. Did, uh, have you seen any kayak manufacturer make changes based on your recommendations? Because I know in your in your videos, you're like, oh, why did you do this? You should fix this. Did, do you know of any that have actually taken your words to heart and said, oh, look, Alex said this is not right. We should probably fix this. Well, uh, I think that Hobie Outback that, uh, what am I saying? That Hobie Outback that you have, when they came up with that, I thought that they went through my videos about the Hobie Compass and made that boat. Like, I think that's what I did. I could be wrong. I did get a letter, though. Yeah? Yeah, but uh, not, I mean, of course, they're not going to say, hey, we did exactly what you had. But they said <laughs> that uh, we value your opinion. Whatever. Okay. Well, so. I, I, that is one of the things I love about my Outback. I feel like it's laid out perfectly. Like, everything is where I would put it if I. Perfect. perfect. The only thing, my only complaint about my Outback is the no instant reverse. And I know that's, yes. you know, part of the drive. But if if, you, if I could have that, I think the Outback would be the perfect kayak. But but you can't because you lose a flipper. So, right. I right. mean, that kayak, it's so well designed that, like you say, you don't have to take a milk crate. And you could take all the rods. You could take all the tackle. It's there. It lives in the boat. Everything has its purpose. Like, it's so incredible. And then you could put a motor, easily put a Torquito on the back or a Bisbee or a power pole if you want, or a dual system. The one thing I didn't do was to put an iPalo unit in the on the bow. I don't know if you I was thinking about it the other day. I don't know if you could do it easily, but maybe you can. But anyways, uh, that board has like everything. It has everything that you need, basically. It's, I agree. Yeah. I, it's, I think it's underrated too. Everybody talks about the pas and you know i think they're great too um but why um, why the extra bulkiness why like what's the point right unless you want a 360 drive but at that right. point we just put a 360 electric drive but <laughs> um i i don't know but yeah like no <laughs> i think it like i think it gives the illusion of stability you know but it's not think, it's oh. not like we just went over that it's not that right. like big boat doesn't mean it's more it's more stable like right. it, the Predator PDL is a giant boat it's, and it's, it's super easy to flip, super easy to flip. And it gives you that full sense of stability and then I think you know you're on the water because the sea is very high. Right. So like the Hobie Outback is more stable than that boat and it's smaller. Yes, no, I, I agree. Um, you know, I... And we're talking about the Hobie Outback after 2019 because the previous one totally sucks, a piece of shit. <laughs> I don't have any experience. Mine was a, I guess mine is a 2020, but I got oh, you it. Oh, a good one with a good kick up uh, fin yep. knife. Because uh, yep. the one that I had, and that's why I sold it uh, on time, uh, I had the 2019 drive that it was like the one, they only did that drive like one time and that's it. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah, uh, I sold it. And the guy that bought it from me, uh, he won a tournament with it. So I was trying to get him to give me the money. <laughs> <laughs> At least a cut of it, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, just kidding. But um, it broke. The hole of the boat broke. Oh, oh sure. Uh, maybe I put it through so much. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> but guess what happened? A uh, Hobie replaced the hole. No question asked. I have heard that that part of that Hobie does that well. Like if you have a 
a, a defect like that that they will make it right. So they made it right. They didn't even ask, hey, show me a receipt. None of that. They just, hey, here's a new one. You're gonna, I'm sorry, they were like, you're gonna have to wait a month or two because COVID, but we're gonna replace the hole, and they did. So that that was cool of them. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say. Yep. Okay. Cool. Um. I'm trying to think of other questions. Um, I think we didn't finish. Uh, oh yeah. So what else? What else? Yourself. Oh, and what? Yeah, and what you said. Demo. The problem with demoing is that, first of all, a lot of people don't have access to it. Second of all, if you just go one time and you demo a boat, you may get a bad. Um, you may get it wrong because maybe you don't know what you're doing. Like if you demo one of the hobby outbacks and you want to go in reverse instantly, you don't know how. You don't know what you're doing, so you may get the wrong idea. So if you're gonna demo go multiple times test multiple boats uh try to take a rod with you or if you can't really cast or anything just take the pole uh, get a feel for it start visualizing oh i'm gonna set this up this way i'm gonna take all this stuff like try to to use it several times and this look facebook um there's sometimes it's good to be in groups sometimes really bad but anyway I bet you there's someone near your area that would be happy to go with you. And people love to talk about the shit that they own, okay? If you have a hobby outback, you want to show it off. Hey, I paid $3,000 for this. And I bet if somebody's close to you that is looking to buy kayaks, you want to bring them to the hobby family. So you're going to show your boat. So try to find someone like that in your area. And right. there, there is probably somebody who has, if not the same kayak, something like it. For example, if you, if you want to... Uh, Slayer Max, maybe someone has a Predator, right? Or a 120 PDL that you could get a feel for it. Same drive. Uh, go fa fast drive, go forward, reverse, all that stuff. Uh, if you want to demo the Hobie boats, maybe someone has a Pelican or or a Shearwater or something like that. You could get an idea for what you're looking for, you know? So, yeah. Right. No, I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, I ended up driving three and a half hours to test drive my Hobie, the Outback before I, I bought it because I wanted to, once I kind of narrowed it down to that, I was like, I want to pedal it at least once just yeah. to see, make sure. Um, but after I did that, um, I talked to a bunch of local guys who said, oh, you should have told me. I would have met you down at the lake 15 minutes away and let you pedal mine around. So okay. yeah, definitely don't be afraid to reach out and just ask in your local groups and say, oh, uh, anybody, um, you know, pedaling a Hobie, you know, mind if i uh, meet you down at the water sometime and take it out for us and you know i i would do that in a heartbeat with mine uh, i don't know how many pretty much every time i fish i somebody always stops me at the ramp and says oh hey uh, mind if i take a peek at your kayak you know oh that's a really cool setup I, you know i love talking to people about that but but yeah so definitely reach out to you know your local groups and just see you know especially i think kayak anglers in particular are a, you know a pretty you know, good group of people. I haven't met too many that are jerks, so don't be afraid to reach out and and uh, you know, you know, yeah, you ask never, yeah, like reach out. What's the word they can say? No, like right. that gonna do anything to you? Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> but yeah, and, and and you might make a friend and you know have someone to go fish with too. So you and, never know. Yeah, you know. look, uh, kayaking is sort of like a lonely sport, but this. Only because you're far from the other person on the water, but like if I'm going somewhere that I'm not comfortable with or I don't know the area, I'm taking someone with me. That's why I also keep many kayaks here because I take people fishing with me. So you may just make a new friend and you go fishing every weekend. So yeah, definitely. And definitely. And, and you don't and you don't have the pressure from the dealer saying. Oh, this is the best thing for for get old town, get hobby, you know, because they have a higher commission. No, no, just buy this one. Yeah, if you if you go with a friend, they're gonna tell you, hey, this is what I like, this is what I don't like. You get a better, uh, a more realistic experience, I would say. Right, or maybe a, a less biased opinion. Although you know, although everybody but... everybody's biased, bro. Like you probably think <laughs> your outback is better than it is, but you probably think it's. <laughs> It's better than many other kayaks because you put your money like like people don't understand this and, and and it just bothers me like they think that because you you see all the reviews 
honest, unbiased review because they pay with their own money. No, dude, that that right there means that it's biased already because you bought it. So if it works for you and you put three thousand dollars of your own money and it works for you, you're gonna say that's the best thing ever because you put your money. Now, if you hate it and you put your heart and money, you're gonna say it's the worst thing ever because you put your money. You know what I'm saying? Like, like right. you, your heart earned money that you got into a fight 10 times with your wife because you bought that boat <laughs> and now it doesn't work for you, you're gonna go off on that thing and that's not fair for the product. Right. At the same, the same talking, if it works amazingly, you're gonna say, oh my God, this thing is the best thing ever. This is the only kayak that you should buy. And again, that's not fair for the product or the person uh, right. consuming that review. So there has to be a balance. So just because you bought something with your own money doesn't mean that you're gonna tell people, give people an unbiased uh, opinion. It's probably gonna be the worst thing, probably. <laughs> right, and make sure you take that into account. Right? You know, when you see a, a YouTuber, you know, where are they fishing? Are they fishing open water with waves? Are they fishing a river? Are they fishing the ocean? The you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just because they say it's the best kayak, it might be the best kayak for exactly what they're using it for. But that doesn't mean that it's going to, you know, be the same for you. So yeah, that's another point. Look where you fish. And if you like the Hobie Outback and somebody's using it on a river and it works for them, and maybe it doesn't work for you because you are in a shallow area uh, that is full of grass. You know, so Although that outback works pretty much anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the the line of uh, get your first kayak or your second kayak first? Do you ever hear that? Meaning, don't uh, you know, don't buy uh, the cheap, super cheap one that you're gonna sell in six months. You know, save up your money and buy the second one. First. Who said that you could only have one kayak? <laughs> right. That's a that's a man after my own heart, right there. Get what you can right now and if you change your mind you change your mind how many people you see all the time they go in buy an old town autopilot 120 the battery the everything they spend ten thousand dollars on it they're super happy they post oh my god my dream boat next week for sale <laughs> and you know the like nice the things about kayaks is you can pretty much get what you put into them for the most part some maybe not like you said <laughs> you, you can get some of it back but especially right now because kayaks are selling so crazy right now that yeah the demand can... like they don't have it so people will pay a premium to buy that but the point is you bought the best thing out there because i think for fishing if you're serious about fishing and you're fishing open water and not a lot of grass and you don't go 20 miles out you see how many things i'm putting <laughs> the autopilot is probably the best fishing experience you can have because you don't have to think about anything it's already made for you and you have a spot lock and you have uh, autopilot, which means that you just press a button, it will take you wherever you pointed the motor to go to. It's just an amazing experience. You could, like, it's fishing. Uh, that's how the bass anglers fish. They go to a spot, they bring out a trolling motor, and they're just fishing with a trolling motor. And that thing is ready for you. All you have to do is get your battery and plug it in, right? Even that boat. I think I lost my train of thought. But, anyways, what I'm trying to say, even that boat that is sort of like perfect may not be perfect for you. <laughs> right, right. It might not, for a multitude of reasons. You know, uh, you know, the Susquehanna River where I fish, sometimes it's rocky and um, shallow. So, you know, you are you could be going through props and stuff like crazy if you... You don't want to be paddling that thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if it gets really shallow. Yeah, so... So, yeah, definitely uh, keep that in mind. So... Yeah, look at the waters where you fish. And if you consume a review from somebody, um, just ask them, hey, have you used this boat in this situation? How did it work? And the other thing is that anything works anywhere, pretty much. Now, what you have to look at is, is it easier? You know, I mean, I could paddle the autopilot through a rapid, I think. But is it a nice experience? No. <laughs> is it the best tool for the job? Probably not. Exactly. I could have it offshore. I mean, I, I could paddle to land 10 miles out, but if I'm going to do that, I'm better off with a stealth kayak that I could, I could paddle 12 miles an hour. You know, like, it's not, everything works, but you got to see if it's the right tool for the job. And that goes back to not just having, why just having 
you don't have to have just one kayak. You can have multiple kayaks. Right. And you could have uh, a specific things that you would do with those kayaks. Like, I like to have my paddle only chip kayaks that with nothing, I just want to throw in the bed of the truck and go fishing with one rod. And I have the autopilots that I know that I'm going fishing, seriously. Going fishing is going to be the whole day, right? And the inflatables, right. too, they're nice to have. Like, it's nice to just, it's, it's like they weigh nothing. And they're easy to, to use. And you could use it like a kayak or a stand-up on paddleboard. There's so many oceans out there. You could have all of them. Right. Well, as many as you can afford. <laughs> I'm still uh, looking to You could always my... find deals out there. I remember right, right. my first Hobie. I bought $800, the, the Hobie Revolution. And I sold it for like 1100 I made money on that. Right. Uh, yeah. I, every once in a while, if you keep your eyes out, it's probably going to go quick. But, you know, if you're looking, you, you can definitely find bargains out there. I've heard of people who did the same thing. Oh, I bought this Hobie Outback and uh, uh, kayaking just not for me. So I'm just going to sell it and get it out yeah. of the garage. And, and it's and crazy. They, and they don't know the market. They don't. Right. And also they may feel guilty about selling you something uh, that is already used. So they're going to, I mean, not everybody's the same. You may find deals out there. Like, I know what I pay for the boat. I know what it's worth. But at the same time, or what I didn't pay for the boat, I'm going to give you a fair price, but that's me, right? Uh, right. Somebody there may want you to pay them more than what they pay for the boat. And you may have the other person who doesn't know anything about it may sell it for like a quarter of the price. So, right. Just keep your eyes out. Right. Yeah. Cool, man. Um... Well, anything else you think I, uh, a noob should know about um, kayak sessioning? I, I want to, again, point out, guys, definitely check out Alex's channel. He has so much more besides just um, stability tests and speed tests and, and kayak reviews. There's there's a ton of other uh, content on his YouTube channel, uh, all sorts of things from rigging to, you know, you know I, I saw you testing Guggen rods, you know, all sorts of things. Oh, oh how know. about the Guggen rod? Okay. <laughs> if I was the head of Cashco, I would have priced those rods a hundred dollars more than yeah. what they're selling for. Okay. okay. That rod that the gold ones, $150. If you I like them better than the San Croix of the same price. Even more expensive rods. They they super they're super light. I fought a giant uh stingray on the gold finest rod. And it didn't break. And those things they suck to the bottom. Yep. No. If you, I've I've reeled in stingrays before, and it's crazy. It, it's like a, I don't even know, like a log that you're bringing in. It. it I had to in. like I had to like pull the rod and go with my hands like this, pull again, and and it didn't break. Those rods are really low price for for what they are, and they know it. They know they could have sell it for more money. So, it's a um, incredible product. I have five of them. I pay. I mean, I don't drive any views when I make those videos uh, about mystery tackle boats. Like nobody wants them from from my viewers, so I'm not getting any money from them. And I pay with my own money for those rods. So, but I will buy. I'm actually looking to buy more because uh, I, I have four spinning and one bait caster. I want to have more bait casters, but um, I have to wait until I get more YouTube money because you know. You can only do so much, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, like I, I got a jet angry kayak for free that I pay a thousand dollars to bring in, and then I had to buy a trailer, fifteen hundred dollars, and then I bought the trolling motor, and I still haven't been able to register it because they haven't sent me the right paperwork, and they're sort of ghosting me. Yeah. Um, so I have pretty much four thousand dollars in my garage that I can't sell or do anything with. So that That's was a lot of money. And I had to wait <laughs> so I could go get more rods, like make more money so I could go get more rods. I mean, the trailer I could sell, the trolling motor I'm using and other stuff, but still, uh, if I sell the trailer, I can't move the boat. So, yeah. Right. I'm still going to use it. I, would. I actually have to use it because if I don't run it, it's going to get destroyed. <laughs> so, if. If the uh, police comes over to me and say, hey, well, you and you see a video almost got arrested, you know what? <laughs> hey, it'll make for good content for sure. Bro, I'm counting on it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go off on them. You know why it's not registered? Because your stupid laws suck. Okay. If you want people to obey the law, make it easy for them to do so. I feel like a criminal for having fun. Amen, man. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, can you imagine why do you have to register your kayak just because you put a motor that goes four miles an hour when the, right. the drive goes faster? Like, right. I don't get it. Dude, I don't. I same thing with a, a ramp sticker here in PA. Yeah, you're, you're if you use a you know Pennsylvania uh, fishing game approved ramp, you have to have this sticker on your kayak. My brother-in-law built a canoe out of you know wood, just completely from scratch, and they're like, you have to put this sticker on it. He's like, I'm not putting that sticker on my boat. This is a beautiful boat. He's and they're like, well, you you can't launch from our ramps then. You know? Can you <laughs> launch from the side of the ramp? I've heard different things about that. I've heard I, one guy in, in a forum I was reading said, well, I'm a, I'm a game commission guy. And if I catch you doing that, I'll, I'll, I'll ticket you, you know, but then I heard another guy said, no, no, he's wrong. That's not true. So it's, tough. yeah. Uh, some people uh, feel like they're the law and even though you do nothing wrong, they just want to like, I don't know, what's the word, the ego, like, um, massage their ego and they go above and beyond their call of duty just to right. feel yeah. like oh look at this i got power <laughs> yeah but anyway so that, yes there is a ton of other content out on your channel um anything else you want to plug any sponsors or anything uh, i got no you sponsors wanna, you got no sponsors. we could touch on that like a company sending you a product quote unquote for free it's not a sponsorship Right. Still had to make videos on that, and they still have to like what you did. Not in that sense that you're gonna tell them, "Oh my God, you guys are amazing," but like, do a good job. You know, uh, really explain everything the way it is. Give them honest feedback, and maybe they like it, and they'll continue to work with you. Uh, but it's not a sponsorship. I don't get checks from any company, so nobody sponsors me. Uh, maybe because I'm. I say whatever is in my, my, my on my mind. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but uh, I haven't really tried to get a sponsor either. Um, I only talk with one company, and, and they say, "Oh, we really don't pay people." Where you, you already are one of our guys without being one. So that I mean, because you know whatever I get, I have a discount code, pretty much. Right, right. Um, but uh, I don't have any. Although, um, Red Bull, hey, if you're listening, <laughs> I, I would happily accept your sponsorship. And I would have said before uh, this guy, but they want people to be less of what they are. So, no. <laughs> well, um, no. you also said potentially you might have some other, you know, some, some changes coming to uh, maybe some different channels or things on the horizon. I have a secret uh, YouTube fishing channel that uh, I want to go organically, and it's mainly fishing shorts right now. I wanna I wanna put like full blown fishing videos on it, and uh, Instagram I have my my name handle, which I'm gonna turn into like a personal account, and I have other accounts that's just gonna be like one is gonna be fishing, like me holding pictures of fish, and the other one's gonna be whatever kayak stuff I'm doing. So like putting a motor on kayak, doing stuff like that. And uh, for this year, we're definitely going to go to ICAS. Uh, we're going to go to the, um, what is it? Palm Spring, uh, Palm Beach Boat Show. Thank okay. you. Later on March. Uh, so we're going to go there. And we're going to do a lot of crazy stuff. Um, I already have ideas. that I want to put like five motors on the kayak. It's fun. Oh, fun. That sounds pretty fun. That, that, that right there is my, my thing. Like, I just love tinkering with things and i mean they're not the best designs ever but sometimes <laughs> they, i just like it it's, it gives me life like a lot of times i'm like i don't want to do anything like i'm mad or just kicking things and then i, I get a tool and i start working on the kinds and then i'm you could just see the smile like yeah you know, <laughs> it's my thing doing what you love that's right well, um, again, everyone, be sure and check out uh, Alex on YouTube. I, any place, uh, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook, you can all find or find you by just searching your name, right? For the yeah, most part. Yeah. Um, you may see Ali Express. I'm going to sue them. <laughs> <laughs> My uh, shoulder. 
<laughs> but yeah, like if you if you search alias fishing, you should see this face. Cool. Or the old face, which is stupid like big. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks again for joining me, man. It's been fun. I knew it was gonna be entertaining and you definitely lived up to the billing. So thank you again for coming on. Um we'll have to have you know, get on again sometime. Um maybe we can talk a little bit more about, you know, how you like to fish and stuff like that. Um but again, yeah, thank sure. you. Thank you uh, again. Go ahead. It's A12, and I had to go work on an edit that I need to finish for tomorrow. <laughs> that's that's how free getting YouTube stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will wrap this up, guys. Uh, thanks again for listening. This has been the Bass Fishing for Noobs segment on the Paddle and Fin podcast. And uh, be sure to check us out next time. Thanks, guys, and have a good evening. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Fin. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter N, and fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter N, and fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Fin on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button, and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water. Shout out to Rocktown Adventures, located in Northern Illinois, for all your kayaking, camping, and hiking needs. Shout out to Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.